Jamer and Tatu. Hello and welcome to Celtic Roots Radio, coming to you today from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Celtic, folk, folk rock, Appalachian, bluegrass, Scottish, Irish, Breton, Cajun. If it's Celtic or Roots music you like, you'll find it here on Celtic Roots Radio.
Right, Fulcher, how are you? Welcome back to the Celtic Roots Radio Show with great new music and a wee bit of crack from me, Ray McCulloch. And we started the show off today with a song called One Door Shuts, Another One Slams from Mississippi Shakedown. We are actually from New South Wales, Australia. Our show today is sponsored again by Belfast Girls, a best-selling Irish novel about three girls growing up in post-troubles Belfast, now on Amazon.com, Amazon.co.uk, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, Nook, Sony e-reader, etc. You can also hear it on a new Belfast Girls podcast, which you'll find on iTunes. And for more information on the author, Jerry McCulloch, check out Jerry with a G and a Y, McCulloch.com, or go to Jerry's fan page on Facebook for regular updates. Jerry's also a member of our Celtic Roots Cafe Network, where you'll now find over 40 great music videos, information about some of our artists and bands, photos, forum posts, and a blog. Just click the cafe button on our main website, CelticRootsRadio.com. On our last show, we read out an email from Paul Southers in England about his iPod crashing while listening to the podcast. We asked if anyone else had a similar problem, so Randy Sedgwick emailed us with the subject, My iPod crashes too. Hello Raymond, listening to your latest show and heard that another person had problems listening to the podcast. My iPod crashes and then restarts if I try to listen to the Apple enhanced version. The regular version is fine, in fact that's what I'm listening to now. I've had a problem with the Apple enhanced version for a while now. I too am able to listen to the enhanced version on my PC, but listen mostly to the show on my iPod. So yes, I am having the same problem. So while I've got you, great podcast. I love your selection of music, and you don't quite sound as much like you're recording in a closet like you did before. Great show. Thanks for the effort you put into it. God bless. Randy. Well, there you go. We've produced two versions of each show now. The first is a standard MP3, which any podcatcher computer will download and play. The second, with an A after the show number, is the Apple Enhanced version. The album covers, artist info and website links are all displayed in the podcast. This AAC or M4A version should play properly on any Apple player, whether iPod, iPhone, iPad or just on iTunes on your PC or Mac. The two listeners now are having difficulty with it, though it seems to be a problem only with some iPods. I've done a bit of checking on this, and there does seem to be a problem with some AAC files on some iPods, especially where the AAC files are created by a third party, in other words, not using iTunes iTunes will create a simple music AAC file, but to get the album covers, web links and other info on there, we have to create this file via our podcast hosting company. We'll check further with them and let you all know, but it does seem to be more a general problem with the iPod itself. Finally, Greg Ormson in Wisconsin, USA, emailed to say, I've listened to your station a number of times now and I love it. Thanks, Greg. Remember, in between our podcasts, you can listen to our Celtic Roots Radio all day long, complete with all the crack from myself on our 24-7 Live 365 station. Keep in touch with us through email or Facebook message or follow us on Twitter, Celtic underscore Roots. And do go to your local iTunes store and review the show for us. You'll find our other podcasts on iTunes too. Just stick my name into the search box. And we're listening now to Perpetual Emotion from Maine, USA and Lily.
Jesse James from Mad Paddy in Ontario, Canada. Well, we're normally very fond of complaining about the weather around here, but for the last month we've had practically no rain and more than our fair share of sunshine. It's been like summer recently, so really haven't had anything to gurn about. Fortunately, we do have a UK election coming up, so we can complain about politicians instead, can't we? That's one thing I've noticed about this side of the Atlantic. We're very free in criticism of our politicians, unlike what I see of the United States, where a lot of people seem to hold them in awe especially the President. Any criticism of the President seems to be taken as criticism of the nation. As you probably gathered, there's a royal wedding about to take place in London. You've heard of William and Kate, I'm sure. And although this is a great opportunity for the press to go over the top reporting anything remotely connected to it, they're not averse to criticising the monarchy and even questioning the need for such an institution in this day and age. We regard that as one of our basic freedoms, to moan about those who need us. We're not being disloyal or trying to bring down the country. That attitude applies in both parts of Ireland and probably in most of Europe too. But from what I read on the internet and listen to in the media, yes we can listen to US TV news over here too, there seems to be an attitude towards anyone who protests against government decisions that they're anti-American. Kind of reminds me of the McCarthy era. For instance, the word socialist seems to be regarded as meaning communist, and a communist is apparently the next best thing or worst thing to a terrorist bomber. So someone protesting for basic workers' rights, such as collective bargaining for teachers and other public employees, is suddenly regarded as almost an enemy of the state. How on earth did that ever happen? Over here, we can make fun of or criticise our leaders in government without anyone regarding it as abnormal. We don't ever put them on a pedestal. They're only men or women, after all. This is Haste to the Wedding from the Birch Creek Band in Connecticut, USA.
Scottish duo Jill and Anthony and Mary's Dream or My Man's Gone to Sea. Remember, Ireland back in 1880 was the place where the word boycott was invented. Charles Boycott was the land agent of an absentee landowner in the west of Ireland who, after a series of rent increases and poor harvests, refused to reduce his tenants' rents and began to evict those tenants who couldn't pay. Another land agent was murdered, but Charles Stuart Parnell, the nationalist politician, who was himself a Protestant landowner, incidentally with an American mother, advised against any violence, but instead proposed that everyone in the area should ostracise the estate. Work stopped in the fields and in the big house. Local businesses stopped trading with them, 
and the postman even refused to deliver his letters. Boycott was unable to hire anyone to harvest the crops he was responsible for, until eventually some orange men from Cavan and Mullahan volunteered to carry out the work. Even though the boycott was non-violent and remained so, these men were escorted to Mayo by a thousand police and soldiers, making it a very expensive harvest, and the boycott still continued. Soon the term boycott was being used in the Times and other publications, and entered the English language as a term for organised isolation, and the action has become a very popular, non-violent way of showing our displeasure against governments and corporations, who otherwise have very little regard for the poor, the weak, the environment or anything else. Today we have several international corporations which have more power than many small nations, and who often believe themselves to be above any local laws or restraints. Often the only way to influence such corporations is by hitting them where it hurts them most. The bottom line. Well, we're listening now to Dark Patrick from the Ukraine and a tune called Morfar Fronhings. Standing around There used to be a factory up on the hill But tearing it down Tearing it down Follow the trail to the big black cloud 
It'll blow your mind how they crank it up. That's where they moved our company town. There used to be a factory up on the hill. They're tearing it down, tearing it down. There used to be a factory up on the hill. Tearing it down. Gotta make way for a new kind of town. of Rob McHale from North Carolina, USA, and a song called Company Town. We're going to finish now with a song from Scotsman James Higgins, who lives in Washington State, USA, called The Altar and the Bar. See you all right and soon now. Slana Walia. In our humble village stand two fine established homes. Both will hear confessions and they both serve will send you straight to heaven if you hearken to her bell but the bar will bypass paradise and drive straight through the hill and when the gutter's too good for you and you're crying in your hole well one will take your money Good for you and you're crying in your home. Oh, 
Well, that's all we have time for on this show. Remember, you can find out more information about the artists and songs played on the show on our website at CelticRootsRadio.com. And if you're an independent artist and you'd like to hear your music played on this show, again, you'll find details on our website. That's CelticRootsRadio.com. Tune in again next week to Celtic Roots Radio. I'm Raymond McCulloch, coming to you from Ireland. Slán agus banajíach.